The following is designed to entertain and inform, not provide medical advice. Always consult your doctor before starting any treatment. Spire. Welcome back to the Kidney Stone Diet Podcast, the show about reducing your kidney stone risk and living your best life. I'm your host and fellow student, Jeff Saris. And I'm Jill Harris, your kidney stone prevention nurse. Hello, Jeff. Hello. So today we have another listener question. We're talking about okay. milk. And we realized we've we've done episodes on milk alternatives, but we haven't touched specifically on oat milk on its own. So why don't we dive right into the question and then we okay. will uh, jump in. Hi, this is Veronica, and I'm calling um, from Loma California, and I have a question about the oscillate levels in almond milk and oat milk. So if you're removing dairy from your diet and you're using these two, um, this almond milk and the oat milk to replace your calcium levels, um, how does that work with almonds being so high in oscillate? Just give me some insight to that, please. Thank you. That was sweet. Little Veronica from California. Yeah. So basically she's saying, she's saying, um, okay, I'm not going to use dairy, Jill. So almonds high, almond milk, almonds are high in oxalate. And I know I can use almond milk if I don't use dairy or uh, oat milk, but I better not use almond because it's high in oxalate, right? basically is that what she's saying yeah yeah yeah. basically yeah just um if we're we're not doing dairy then how are we going to get our calcium through milks and what milks are safe and what can we do here um yeah because it's a it's a very good question because so many of us don't do dairy for various reasons it could be it could be by choice but a lot of times there's lactose intolerance there's so many different things to take into consideration and now when we throw oxalate on top of it and almond yes. products and things it's yeah a whole additional layer to consider yes so yes many people don't do dairy for various reasons um so many of my patients what i hear all day long is jill i was drinking so much almond milk because i you know i wasn't using dairy and so we know that almond milk is higher in oxalate. And we have um, a nice little study on our website at kidneystonediet.com. You could just Google oxalate content of plant-based milks, kidney stone diet, and it will come right up. And you could see the highest one on the list is almond milk that was studied, and it is higher in oxalate. So it's anywhere between 27 and 50 milligrams of oxalate per, per cup. So you definitely don't want to waste your oxalate budget on almond milk. Oat milk, on the other hand, uh, Veronica, is lower, much lower. Oat milk, if you go to kidneystonediet.com and you see the plant milk oxalate content list, you can see that oat milk is much lower in oxalate. And so they, they, they specifically studied the oatly oat milk, and it's anywhere between three and half a milligram of oxalate per cup. And so, you know, you may not use oatly, but oats in general and oatmeal, that's all very low oxalate. And if you want an oxalate list that I have trusted for 25 years and Dr. Ko 
as tr trusted even longer, uh, go to kidneystonediet.com or put in Oxalate Food List in Google search, Kidney Stone Diet, and you will get it. And the article is right there. So you can, you can get rid of the almond milk if you've been using it. And yes, please use oat milk. Don't forget, folks, there's pea milk made by Ripple. That's one I use. I like using it because there's eight grams of protein in each cup. So my vegans and my vegetarians like to use, or people in general that don't use dairy, I suggest the pea milk because it has protein in there because peas have protein. So eight grams per cup. You can use macadamia. You can use rice milk. You can use flax milk. The whole list is at kidneystonediet.com. So make sure you, you put that in. Oxalate content of plant-based milks at kidneystonediet.com and you can get the latest research on that. So I would use any other milk except almond milk that's on this list. Other milks that you may see and that are a little tastier because they're creamier are the cashew. Cashew, I would not use that. They're higher in oxalate. Uh, but pea, flax, macadamia nut milk, um, coconut milk, coconut milk, for a non-dairy substitute, not not coconut milk that you're finding in the aisle of your grocery store, because that's full fat. That's not that's not calcium based. But they make non-dairy milks for uh, with calcium milk. That's really good. I use that sometimes. So many other ways to get calcium needs met that is not dairy and not almond milk. Go to kidneystonediet.com. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you can also find. <clears throat> excuse me the coconut milk, uh, flax milk, pea milk, and oat milk that Jill likes. These, yes. again, aren't like particular endorsements. It's just that this is what Jill uses. She likes it. She's enjoyed it. So you might I mean, as well, too. I don't want people to think, I love you. Come in my fridge. I'm wearing my thermal underwear. And you will see right <laughs> here, people. Ripple. Ripple. Uh -huh. Ripple, ripple. Yeah. Yes. It's not a sponsor in any way. It's just no. what Jill likes no. and uses. Yeah, eight grams, of, I get it because it's protein. And I'll tell you what, a lot of the patients I'm talking to all the time, they're not getting enough protein, especially if you're vegan. Because, and we have lots of content on kidneystonediet.com, the blog, we have, uh, I have a lot of patients that are vegan. They are not getting enough protein because now they have to slow their roll on eating all those, uh, eating all those beans. And that, and eating all the tofu. You could still have soy products if you'd like. They're a good source of protein. Just don't eat them every day in any quantity you, you want. But a lot of vegans get a little, they're like, oh my God, I need more protein. So I always suggest the ripple because, you know, if you're getting, if you're using a couple cups a day at that, that's what, you know, 16 grams of protein right there for you. So it really helps when you're, when you're really low in protein. And by the way, folks, and then I'll be quiet. Uh, as we get older, we really need to maintain our, 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 our muscle mass. Because it, it declines after the age of 30, by the way. So, you know, we got to get enough protein. And many people don't. So it's super important. He's just dying to come up here. <laughs> yeah, for anyone listening and not watching on YouTube, you get to see Finn right now just yeah. on Jill's lap. He's, yeah, he's ready to play, ready to have some fun, I think. <laughs> he's like, Mama, you've been on this show too long, taping all these shows today. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I really love that all of his fur. I know I brought it up last time, but he's back to how he's back to himself again. Thank God. I'd say now with all of his fur grown back in after the little uh, the mishap at the groomer. <laughs> thank God. He was bald. Uh, it was so funny. But anyway, yeah, thank you so much for uh, the question that and all around. I know this wasn't a vegan specific question, but you mentioned that. And yeah, we're talking about doing some more things specifically for people who are vegan to ensure that they're getting all the info they need and being able to approach the kidney stone diet in the way that best suits them. So yeah, just calcium. Yes. We're, I'm going to be doing, um, uh, some things for vegans, getting enough calcium, getting enough protein. These are things they struggle with. So yes, Mm -hmm. we will, we'll be helping them out. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. Anyone else with a question? The number again is 773. 789-8763 or you can email a voice memo to podcast at kidneystonediet.com and again everything can be found at kidneystonediet.com where you find the meal plans where every week you get inspiration for what you can eat throughout the week to showcase just how much and how diverse of a a diet you can have while still meeting all of your needs within the kidney stone diet you can find Mm -hmm. that the prevention course the group calls with jill which are now separate from the course so you can sign up for the group calls whenever you feel like it'll benefit you but we like the longer term like habits are formed over weeks months years even is it just makes up who we are so we're trying to uh just help with that habit formation a little more through these group calls and in a way a little different than before just offering it to everyone Yes. And the, I can't tell you how many people lose weight through that group, you know, 50 pounds, 90 pounds, 80 pounds. I mean, a lot of weight. And so it's a, it's a very, very affordable way to stay accountable to the kidney stone diet goals. And when you are, you will lose weight. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, we all need support. And there's a lot of things that go on in our lives that will lead us to fall off the wagon, myself included. So in that group that I lead, uh, we are a total community, a family that comes together and say, let me tell you what happened to me and now what I've done and I've gained some weight and that we motivate each other to get back on the wagon. It's a true, loving, supportive, safe space and people do amazing work there. You have, a, you know, a lot of us around the same age too. So, you know, we're losing parents or we're caring for parents. We're still caring for kids. And it's like, how do you balance all this stuff up? And that stuff and take care of yourself it's it's nearly impossible so it it helps patients and students keep accountable to the kidney stone diet so they can just live their best life right yeah so if you want to find that and everything else and all the different ways you can can work with jill again that's kidneystonediet.com so thanks again uh for tuning in and we'll see you all next week thanks veronica great question everybody have a good day